Welcome back to Get Fit Guy. Coach Kevin Don here. This week, I want to cover a topic that I see come up often in fitness and strength-related forums, as well as my own clients. Can an older trainee build muscle? Well, firstly, let's recap why one would want to build muscle mass, irrespective of being an older human or not. My first episode here as a new Get Fit Guy, I took some time to define what fitness is and what the word means. Fitness isn't about losing weight, unless your weight is causing serious health issues. It's not about whatever fad diet you're reeled in by, or the latest supplement that a single corporate-funded study done on seven white mice tells you that you need to add into your morning pillbox rotation. No. Instead, fitness is the ability of an organism to optimally perform tasks related to survival and doing so in the absence of disease, illness, or injury. From the moment we're conceived, we're all on board an unstoppable ride towards the as-yet, not totally understood, great beyond. As we plow along this relentless path, our cells age, the wheels just start to fall off. One of the greatest predictors of morbidity and mortality is sarcopenia, which means death of the flesh. It describes the loss of our muscle mass. This can be quite problematic in terms of interacting with our own user interfaces of reality, such as unscrewing lids on jars, getting up out of our favorite chair, or climbing in and out of the bath. Loss of muscle mass also means loss of balance, coordination, accuracy, agility, strength, speed, power, and so on. So, why is it that we experience this loss of muscle mass as we age? Well, it's down to what we call anabolic resistance. Anabolism, a Greek word with the root meaning to build up, is where we're in a state optimally suited to building new tissue. Catabolism is the opposite state. Aging populations, also known as the entire human race by nature of being organic, are eventually anabolically resistant. As we age, it's normal for appetite to decrease because we have decreased sensitivity to taste Foods just aren't as tasty as they once were. We also have decreased activity levels, decreased blood flow in capillaries, which impedes nutrient delivery to muscles and cells. And these and other factors mean that many seniors are actually malnourished. One study conducted in Singapore showed that 33% of the adult population over 55 were malnourished, and 90.6% of those were classed as either being frail or pre-frail. Now, the good news is that studies have confirmed that resistance training is an effective first-line treatment for sarcopenia. So what does resistance training mean, and what would that training look like for an older cohort? Well, resistance training is, as it says on the tin, training in the presence of some form of resistance, typically an external load. I was at the gym the other day, and after my training session, I decided to induce a low-grade fever in myself by using the sauna. Check out my episode on heat versus cold therapy. From the sauna, I had a view of the swimming pool, where there was a very popular class with the elderly. They were using weights and doing some aerobics. I was quite interested in this because I was trying to understand why you would take one-pound foam dumbbells into a pool, where the water itself is holding them up, and then assume that there would be any strength benefit whatsoever. We also know that impact loading from things like walking on an inclined treadmill, compression from a barbell, is the only way 
you can remodel bone. So why would we want to have an aging population treading water? The benefits I could see are that water itself does provide some external resistance, but only when you're pushing through it, not whilst floating around on the spot. And even then, once you adapt to the resistance the water is providing, how do you increase the stress to keep adapting? Because we can't make the water thicker each week. Of course, there's also no impact on the joints. And I know that's a major concern for many older people. But if you have pain in your joints when you're walking, that's a case to see an orthopedic specialist, not for catastrophizing and body swerving in natural human movement like walking. Another popular class I've seen is bounce fit, where you literally bounce on the spot on mini, mini trampoline. Again, we've removed any real muscular effort and impact. It's taking place on the spot due to limitations of having a large number of people in a small space. And these classes are not by definition resistance training. They're just gimmicks that are created by an industry that's making money by bamboozling you at every turn with complexity bias, making you think that new equipment and new class offerings are the answer to a simple problem. The only thing it's the answer to is your gym's client retention numbers. Resistance training should be as simple as possible. You should hit as many reps as possible to the biggest range of motion possible using the most muscle possible. Compound movements like the standing overhead press, the squat, the deadlift, and the bench press are going to be more useful in terms of overcoming anabolic resistance and sarcopenia than waggling a foam dumbbell around willy-nilly every single time. Remember, because you're resistant to the intervention, it's very likely you need a bigger dose of the medication, which in this case is resistance training. So you may want to find yourself doing more reps or more sets to get in on a volume that allows you to force an adaptation. I'd recommend starting with twice-a-week sessions, combining upper and lower efforts of three to four sets of eight to 12 reps per exercise at a high effort. Remember, we're not all still swimming around in primordial sludge thanks to adaptation and evolution. This was driven by external environmental stressors. The sole marker of success in a species is its ability to reproduce. Passing genetic material on and propagating as a species is how the success of a species is judged. In order to survive and propagate in harsh environments, organisms had to adapt. This is why we have wonderful variations of species, as we do. So there has to be external stressors, because no challenge, no change. This is why resistance equipment, like a barbell, dumbbells, are way more useful than aquafit. You cannot incrementally increase the drag factor of the water on yourself unless you want to go and design your own incrementally less aquadynamic swimsuits. We need to say, okay, last week I did three sets of 10 at 20 pounds. This week I'm going to do three sets of 10 at 25. Here's a good idea too. I tell my clients I want the volume the same, just a harder effort. So let's say in the above example that they successfully hit 3 by 10 at 20 pounds. This week I want 3 by 10 at 25. Because the load has gone up, they might only get out 
eight reps in each set. So they actually owe me a six rep deficit in total volume. So they give me three sets of eight, and then they would do an extra set of six reps to have the same volume but greater total maximum load across a session. So in week one, they did 30 reps at 20 pounds. So they moved 600 pounds in the session. If in week two, they give me three sets of eight reps at 25, that's still only 600 pounds. So irrespective of load having increased, the volume uh, total load across the set was the same. So they need to give me that extra set of six reps, meaning that the total load increases from 600 to 750 pounds across the session. So now we know we're driving an adaptation and overcoming the dreaded sarcopenia. Now, as always, please email me if you have any questions or comments. I do love to hear from all my listeners, even if it's only to email them back to tell them they're completely wrong. Email me to find out if that's a joke. Contact me at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com or check out the Get Fit Guy Facebook page. Get Fit Guy is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips. Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchings, and Davina Tomlin. Our intern is Cameron Lacey. I'm your host, Kevin Don. If you have a question for me, you can voicemail me at 510-353-3104 or send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app.